Welcome to the Dean Bodie Show. That is Dean Bodie. I don't know, you can go the Dean and Bodie Show, but we're going Dean Bodie. Dean Bodie coming at you. Dean Bodie is here for you. Dean Bodie. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the Dean Bodie Podcast. And this is uh, episode 12, May 13th, 2020. And this is about who's the fastest guy in the neighborhood or girl. But when we were running around and chasing each other in the back in the day as young kids, um, boys would pretty much be racing against the boys. <laughs> and uh, shout out to my older brother, Paul, who was a speed demon. And he would give me like a half a probably a half a block head start easy from where we lived. We'd race down the sidewalk all the way to the end of that sidewalk, probably a two block run. Uh, and he'd give me halfway down the block to get going, and it'd be on your mark, get set, go, and I would give it all I had, run as fast as I could, but then I'd hear his footsteps come flying after me, look back and see that serious face on him, and he would pass me and beat me. And um, I remember it like it was yesterday, you know, and we would uh, do things like that in the neighborhood, and so many kids were around, um, out running around, bicycles and running and challenging one another backyard football games and basketball games and as i'm going to get into in a little while uh, backyard hockey um you name it we did it okay and it's too much fun you know tennis and football constantly playing catch or doing something um to just so active, it was ridiculous, you know? And that's back in the day when you can basically live off the food that the ice cream man had and burn it off as fuel from your bicycle or, or running or until it was time to come home, man. It was game on, full on, 24-7, 365 for the most part. And, you know, we'd have races like this all the time. This is back in the day when the $6 million man show was out. And, you, man, we'd talk about the episode. And I must have been, like, what, nine years old or maybe ten, between eight and ten, I'm going to say. Um, that whole energy was just wild, you know? And we had climbed trees and had tree houses. And, you know, most of the kids in their yard had basketball hoops, always some kind of you know, half-court game going on. It, w it, was, it was wild. Everybody, I don't know, most of us had swimming pools and the swimming and the diving. Man, oh, man, it was just on, full-on, um, go, go, go. And I can't remember <laughs> the last time, as I'm 56 now, I can't remember the last time I did a full-on sprint. Done the treadmill, done the walk-in on the treadmill, like you're having a conversation with somebody, but full-on sprint, like back in the day, I don't remember when. I don't remember when I've done that. i just gone and just done a full run. Maybe it's time to try it. <laughs> it's been a while, but I had some speed back in the day, Little League football and baseball and racing my friends, and you kind of size yourself up. You know where you were coming from anyway, and I was, I was right up there. Okay, top three, easy, and uh, that was wild, man. I mean, the, the, and plus, when you practice running like that and sprinting, you get better, you get faster, and um, that was just unbelievable. And I wanted to tell you this story about, we did a short video 
uh, YouTube video. Remember Dean Bodie and YouTube channel. Um, we did a short uh, video today on that and also about the game that we came up with. This did not end well, okay? Just a heads up as I get through this story. We decided to come up with a hockey game using golf clubs and basketballs, okay? The, those two items couldn't be further from the opposite of what you should be using them for. Number one, golf, you use a little ball. And number two, basketball, big ball, into the big net. So we took the club and used the ball, basketball, which was the opposite of what you're supposed to do. For some reason, we thought it was going to work. And we're back of uh, one of my friend's uh, house at the time. He had the perfect yard, that just straight strip backyard where you could play great scrimmage games and uh, whatever. Just a great little field, you know, to have behind your house. And we're playing this hockey game, and you're whacking this hockey, this basketball with the golf club, and it's not really going very far. But you're kind of like bouncing off of it with the golf club and figuring out this game as you went along because it was just an on-the-spot invention. And I was too close. Well, I wasn't too close to the ball, but I remember uh, – a buddy of mine, he went swinging for this, for this golf, for this ball with the golf club, full, full on, like all he's got. He brought the club back as far as he could, like he was hitting a baseball, and went for it. And lo and behold, he missed the ball completely, whacked me right in the mouth with it. And the next thing I knew, the tip of my tongue was dangling. Not good. I would think I was in shock. Needless to say, the game ended, and. Uh, all of our careers as wanting to become a professional basketball, um, golf club, a hockey league professional was done. <laughs> Any chance of that sport ever coming in, come to fruition and becoming a real sport, gone. Um, so I don't know those of you who never had your tongue uh, injured like that before, but there's not much you can do for that. It just kind of heals on its own. And thank God it healed perfectly fine. Um, and that's, that's the story of the, you know, the hockey game with golf club and basketball that didn't end well, <laughs> but, uh, we're still here. We're still fighting our battles in life. And right now we got a much bigger battle going on right now. Hope everybody's taking care and uh, doing what you need to do to, um, keep yourself positive and focused. And, you know, some are getting a lot of benefit out of spending more time with their family and their kids and, uh, mom and dads and all that stuff, or just, I don't know, reflecting and making you think of doing other things. Um, I started diving into this podcast and doing uh, my YouTube videos, and what a great outlet, you know, w let it turn into what it turns into. We're going to be consistent and do them daily, and, um, you know, it's nice, it's very uh, cool getting out some old memories. It takes me back to back in the day and your childhood. And, and every, we can all relate to all of our stories. You know, we all, it's a different time now. Um, but still, when you talk about the fun and friends and doing these things, everybody's got their version of it, you know, and we can all tie it in together like that. And uh, so that was really something else. But I mean, from the motocross bicycles in the neighborhood and, and doing these wheel who could hold the wheelie the longest, man, that was something that we did for a while. And 
you know, when you had the perfect bicycle, you remember that? Think about that perfect bicycle that you had where everything just seemed to fit you perfectly. And I had this one bike and I could just kind of lean back on this thing just enough to pop up that front wheel and ride this wheelie. I'm telling you, I could ride this wheelie for blocks easily. It, it seemed to have this like perfect balance between we had, I had a relationship with this bike. When you have a bicycle for a long time, you just, it feels like it's part of you, you know? And then I could ride the wheelies. And I remember going to this park called Continental Park. And this was a great park for, you know, we had summer camp and things like that. That was out there and Little League baseball games and soccer fields out there. And you would see... Um, not only the ice cream man that I used to chase down the block and get my favorite ice cream, but you would see these guys on 10 speed bicycles, right? And they would always turn their handlebar bars, handlebars around backwards. So they would be kind of like in this U shape where they would pop up the 10 speed bike, which is much different doing a wheelie on a 10 speed than it is doing it on like a, um, a normal kind of cruiser bike with a banana seat and a little sissy bar back there. You can pop it up pretty easy. 10 speed's a whole different ball game because you got to yank that thing up initially to get a good start and, you know, to get a good wheelie. And the, when you, the ones that were really good with the wheelies could do it great on the 10 speed. And these two guys around Continental Park and going around that whole park was far, okay? And they would do laps around this park with the wheelie up the entire time, talking to each other, next to each other. And I used to look at them like, I don't know, like they were here like gods, you know, like, man, I want to be able to do that. So I did a good wheelie on my bike um, and I never progressed to the 10 speed bicycle wheelie move. But man, oh, man, I remember watching those guys. And that was something else, man. Going to summer camp down in Continental Park was really something else. There was so much going on um, for a kid to do back in the day. And um, you know, that's when you had the ping pong table and the ping pong competitions and all that stuff. And, um, you know, living in Miami uh, in an apartment complex um, with my mom uh, where there was so many kids there, too. And we had a rec room there, had a ping pong table in there and a pool table, too. And a little bit of a weight room. But the ping pong thing, I gravitated towards big time. And you get good at it when you play it a lot. And then when we moved to, to um, well, that's actually Continental Park was still down in Miami. So summer camp and all that, um, when they came to the ping pong, I couldn't wait for that tournament. You know? And I was kind of right up there with, you know, always winning some kind of colored ribbon. <laughs> and, um, you know, that was kind of cool, man. Um, as we played every other game you could possibly think of from a game called knock hockey and bumper pool, regular pool, uh, man, relay races and um, stick ball with the red rubber ball and the giant stick. And uh, my gosh, relay races, long jump, um, all of these kinds of games, um, dodgeball and things like that. And you know, you're winning ribbons and stuff like that. And it, it was so much fun. It was unreal. And to to end, to end this uh, podcast today, when it comes to the ice cream man, no, the ice cream man trumped everything. All the games, everything. When you heard that music come around the park, it was like everything else stopped. Time for the ice cream. And man, if you were like me, 
you had your favorites. You had the screwball with the bubble gum on the bottom, right? With that little wooden spoon you used to eat that, kind of like an icy. You had the, um, the bomb pop, which was like red, white, and blue on a stick, icy pop. You had your chocolate eclair, and you had your strawberry eclair on a stick. You had all kinds of push-ups. And, the one, and that, those weren't even my favorites. You're not going to believe what my favorite was. It was the dill pickle jar pickles. The giant pickle. I remember the taste like it was yesterday. And there's a company out there, and I haven't been able to find it in a while, called Roddenberry. Roddenberry dill. Not, not, I repeat, the kosher dill. Regular dill has, has the taste from the ice cream man in Continental Park. That's the pickle that beats all the ice creams. It beat everything. Man, I look forward to that. Like right now, I'm getting that little jowl tingling and salivating just thinking about it. And uh, these are the memories, man. And this is what's so cool about doing these podcasts and sharing these things. And I hope it helps you, t- helps you tap into some of your childhood memories or many memories of today. And every time like I hear an ice cream man song go off, which is very rare, but every now and then I see one drive by, depending on where you are, it triggers that right away. It's like, okay, dill pickle time, and you start thinking about your favorite other ice creams too. Oh, not to mention the long sticks of bubble gum. The long sticks of bubblicious bubble gum and the now and laters candy, those were game changers too, okay? Aside from the football cards and the baseball card packs with the gum inside, but in the wacky packs with the gum inside. But the giant purple grape-flavored, bubblicious, Bazooka Joe, long stick of gum. Yes, all of it in its entirety went into the mouth at once. Like I couldn't get enough flavor and enough sugar in, in my body as a kid. It was like fill up the tank, man, because we're going running again. We're popping wheelies. We're going on running races. We're... <laughs> We're doing all this stuff constantly until you collapse and you needed the fuel, all right? And then we're going to chase it down and guzzle it down with a knee-high grape soda or an orange soda, something like that, man. But fun, 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 awesome. Um, I hope this is uh, bringing a little bit of joy to your day today. Um, And remember, Dean Bodie Podcast, wherever you get podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, and hope you're having a great day out there, everyone. And, um, you know, remember also, um, deanbody at gmail.com. You're welcome to send an email, share some of your wisdom or one of your fun stories. We'll be happy to share it on one of the Dean Bodie episodes. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye now. <laughs>